Hello, Molly. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really good. As as you could probably notice, I've just had my coffee. So um, yeah, yes. very <laughs> lots of yep. energy. You're ready to go. Yeah, it's like yeah, um, ready to go. early morning for you and like around 7 p.m. at night for me. So yeah, you're having your coffee. I just have my beer. So completely <laughs> yeah. opposite. Complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which but, will make for an interesting show, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two different <laughs> energies possibly. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for like making time to come on the podcast and for like putting your faith in me um, as you're my first like official guest on the podcast. So I just want to say thank you so much for that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm super honored that you asked me actually like, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be part of the Lucy Lumen podcast. Uh, what's it called? Like not when you a springboard or like a, a launch maybe. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like a launch. Yeah. Yes. You're the launch. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah I'm although excited. I do have like a tough act to follow. So, um, the, the first one was pretty good. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll have to tell, I'll have to tell Lux that. Um, so I want to get straight into it um so for listeners who haven't had the pleasure of discovering you yet in all the things that you do can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and how you kind of um like how photography fits into your life yeah and um I'll try and keep this quick because sometimes I do tend to ramble (laughs) that's okay no no it's hard to keep that question short so yeah yeah well I think it really came down to um it's always been a part of my life because uh, my mom was sort of the family photographer Mm -hmm. and she always had a camera. She was always taking pictures of us and I always wanted to be like her. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's my sort of like hero, heroine. heroine. Yeah. Yeah. Heroine. That's awesome. Um, So it was always in, it was always there, but then I uh, got a degree in accounting uh, because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I was sort of thinking, okay, well, I I know I can do this and it will be like good job security. And um, so I started, I got the degree, I started working and I started working at um, PwC, which is one of the sort of uh, public accounting houses where it's basically like a a machine that just eats you up and spits you out. (laughs) Uh, yeah and um it really it works for some people but for me I was working so many hours for something that I didn't really enjoy yeah and that's when I really started to dive into photography because I just needed something to like escape into yeah for sure yeah so I I started and I was working in the city so I started to get into uh, street photography yeah perfect um, yeah so that's, that's sort of the short story of how I really sort of dove into it. And yep. that was like early 20s. Uh, early 20s. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Are you still in like accounting now? Yeah. So still, still in accounting now, um, still sort of don't, still don't like it, but um, I've, I've had this um, and this might be like, this is a bit, obviously, of course it's a bit personal, but um I've always been too scared of sort of doing something else. Okay. Yeah. It's a good job. It, you know, it's a good salary and it actually, the job that I have now enabled me to come over to the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, I've sort of been um, hesitant of 
like jumping, jumping out of ship. it into something yeah. that I would actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a really hard, hard thing for like a lot of people, I think, especially if you're, especially now with like the way like the world is and things yeah. are so like yeah. uncertain. So <laughs> I like totally understand that. But it seems like you make a lot of room in your life for photography um and you know you do a lot of things like you've got like a blog um a youtube channel and i was just having a um a look at your blog just then and you've got like such a varied um it's awesome i love your blog um but it's it's such a varied like body of work on there like you know i was looking at all your street photography stuff and then i was like looking at your like portrait work which is like really beautiful and like classic and i was like oh wow oh, I, did, I didn't know that like you you know did did that um and yeah, and then you've got like, yeah, like different projects and stuff um, on there, like one in Boston, one in uh, Cardiff. So yeah, like you seem like you're a person who shoots a lot of different uh, things. Do you have like a, a favorite or a, a, a genre that you put like more energy into or are you happy like just kind of doing it all? Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, I just love doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I think that's awesome. That's pretty rare, uh, I find like. Yeah, because there's and there's so much um, direction in when you get into photography. There's a lot of people that will tell you that you need to niche mm-hmm. and you need to pick and focus on one thing, mm-hmm. um, which I I totally understand because it's it's easier to have one focus and then really sort of master that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, <laughs> I'm and I've tried to niche and I think I've just <laughs> gone from one to the next. <laughs> And I'm like, oh man, like I, so I tried to niche into like, I've, I've tried weddings, portraits, street, landscape, yeah. wildlife. Um, I don't, I don't actually think I have any, it's just birds really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wildlife. Yeah. 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 I know what um, you mean. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I think all of it is like really interesting. I'm pretty, I'm, I guess I'm pretty niche like now, but I didn't, I didn't used to be. So I know what you mean with like people say, oh, you've got to find your one thing. And I, I really like was anxious about that when I first started shooting because I was trying like literally everything and all different things. And, um, but it worked for me to find like one kind yeah. of style. So, but I think that, you know, that's not advice that should be given to everybody. Like it's not a rule, you know? So, um, but yeah, you, on your, like on your YouTube channel, you show a lot of like, um, like sort of street photography stuff, um, I guess. So is that something that you're like focusing more on now at the moment? Yeah. And, and I think it's because I sort of, um, I've sort of tried so many things and I think street photography has been the one thing that has always, I've always come back to. Yeah. 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 It's like your constant. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's where I started and I, it's my favorite photography to look at as well. Mm-hmm. And photographers that I admire and study, um, they're all street photographers. Uh, I mean, I, I do love, I love portraits. Um, but I think it's, it takes a lot of energy to do portraits. And I think I would, I think I prefer just to sort of go out and shoot without having to set up anything like, you know, be quite spontaneous. Uh, I think, yeah, with like portrait, with what you say about portraits being like, I think it's very, it's a very collaborative like thing between two people and you're like at the mercy of another person like obviously yeah um so you're like yeah relying on that and you need that and and then like you kind of need a certain level of like engagement and um enthusiasm from that person too 
and it's a lot more planning and organizing and and then you've got like what are they what are they going to think of the photos or you know like you have to work out a way of like if they're not a friend and there's someone you've asked you kind of like you want to offer them something like in return or you know what I mean so it's a whole to me it's like so worlds apart from doing like street photography like you and your videos or like me like going out shooting like buildings or whatever because it's like it's just there and I can just take it like whenever I want it like whenever yeah yeah and I like that like I that makes me like happy um and maybe that makes me lazy I don't know but (laughs) the portrait thing I'm like I you know you'd have to like yeah you've got to know and that's why I admire people who do that like consistently um like someone like Jamie, like Jamie Maldonado, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love, I love his. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. so good. <laughs> he's so like underrated. And I love like all his totally. like shoots are so creative and yeah, he just like, it's so different to like all the other like portrait stuff that you see kind of anywhere. So yeah. But um, yeah, real dedication when you're like a portrait photographer, I think. So yeah. yeah cool. And- when you're getting into it as well and you're trying to coordinate with so many different people and find people to shoot with that aren't friends Mm. um everyone sort of has a different level of commitment to the to the shoot um I mean I've Mm. I've shot with so many great people and there's there's a lot of people that um you contact and they're like yeah I love your portfolio sorry (laughs) I think it's because I'm nervous my my um (laughs) That's okay. I'm like forgetting to breathe and then I'm getting to the end of a sentence and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I do that on videos as well. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, I have to stop. Yeah. Like take a break, get, get some water. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 So the, with the portraits, um, yeah, some people are amazing and you know, you reach out to them or they reach out to you and they're like, yeah, let's set up the shoot. Let's do this idea. Uh, you set a date and then you you go and do it. Everyone shows up on time and it, it's just fantastic. And that, I do love that about portraits. Um, but then you get some people that sort of like flake out or cancel last yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah, and you've sort yeah. of set everything up and you've reserved time for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's disappointing. It, it's kind of deflating, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, I, yeah, I love working with people to sort of make something together. But yeah, like you were saying, it does take a lot of energy and it's just so much more relaxing uh, to just go out and shoot what's already there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that acts as like therapy, like more so like the walking around with the camera shooting and yeah, like, you know, if you're, if you're someone who uses photography for like, you know, well-being or like mental health, which I think a lot of people do, even if they don't realize yes. that they're doing that um you know like I think that the the style of just you and the camera walking around taking photos is way more relaxing um and like you're getting in touch with so many other things than you are if you're doing yeah like a portrait um kind of like shoot which is maybe why it lends itself more to like paid work I guess you know because it is that different kind of energy yeah um but yeah that leads into my next question of um have you ever done any uh like photography stuff like for work like any like paid stuff like any gigs or are you strictly just like hobby photography I so right now I've sort of gone into just being hobby uh, just having it as a hobby and that's that's really because of my work schedule because uh, it's pretty heavy during the week and then if you're doing stuff on your own time on the weekends it's it's quite a hustle not that it not that it can't be done um 
but yeah, it is, it is quite a hustle. So I think I've sort of taken a step back from trying to do um, paid gigs. And, yep. um, I mean, I have done um, a few weddings and. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think definitely hobby uh, for now. I think I was trying to do, get more paid gigs sort of um, for the past couple of years up into, up until fall 2021 mm-hmm. um, I was sort of really trying to like push my portfolio into like weddings and portraits and yeah, fashion yeah uh, and try and get more sort of paid gigs um, but then I realized it's just with the full-time job it's just yeah. too much yeah 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 for sure <laughs> uh, and then you got like what are you gonna have left in the tank for like your personal work or creative stuff you know yeah and especially yeah. weddings like I mean, I've never done anything like that. Um, I, I got paid like once for my photography and it was like a total disaster. But um, but I can imagine like weddings would be super, super full on. And I hear from people when I listen to other podcasts, like even if they're like, you know, they've been doing it for years and years and years, they'll still say that they like burnt out or needed a, like a break and, and they're like, you know, seasoned professionals. So yeah, it's like really interesting how there's so many different sort of aspects of photography like whether it's like what genre you choose or uh, like style that you shoot in or like whether you're like hobby or you get paid or you know like it just totally changes like the whole the whole thing yeah and and you're it can really what type you do can really depend on like what situation you're in at that moment so like yeah you know people that really go for it and and they sort of change from either if they used to work full-time in a different job uh, or different industry and then they sort of make the leap into like weddings for example um like my partner's friend actually just did that recently he used to be a teacher and then he jumped full-time into weddings yeah and he so he's able to because he's not working anymore he's able to really focus on that and he has more energy to sort of put into that and yeah yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> where I was going with that no, well. no 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 that's fine um it's good sometimes to like have time to think about what you're saying or like your answer to something um and like on podcasts some of the time it feels like there shouldn't be like a break or or like you have to answer the question straight away or do you know what I mean and like sometimes it's yeah. nice I was listening to um this podcast it's called the ephemeral machine um it just okay, recently yeah. started listening to it it's this guy in I think he's in Ohio um and he's like a teacher at university and he's got like a heaps of degrees in photography and filmmaking and all this other stuff he's like really interesting uh and he's got this great like radio like real radio sounding voice like he's really like always makes me like like smile when I listen to it and um yeah yeah and he he's really like um like he what he was interviewing someone and I kept thinking like I kept checking my phone because I thought that the podcast had turned off because there was these, these breaks but it was like the guy was just like thinking about what he was saying and they were both so like relaxed and I was like oh yeah. that's weird like you don't hear that because everything like, no and like with YouTube like things are cut and like everything's really in your face so it was kind of nice because it felt like a real conversation so sorry that's like totally off like <laughs> off, off topic of what we're talking about but like so don't apologize for um for pausing that's fine um I wanted to talk about I was just uh looking at your blog just then and I saw you had a new post I was like awesome so I was reading it um and it was kind of like a, like an exploration and you were making notes on um, this photographer named Rebecca Norris Webb, who is Alex Webb's wife. 
um, yeah. Alex Webb's like the Magnum photographer who I know, like, I mean, I, I know of him and I've seen a couple of his images. I'm not like hugely uh, familiar with his work, but I definitely know who he is. And I didn't know that his wife was also a photographer. And I find that happens quite a lot yeah. where like the woman behind the man for lack of a better <laughs> like term. Um, yeah. It's often really interesting because you're like, oh, they're like also doing something or maybe they're what spurred it on or you're like, they're really talented as well, but then like they're lesser known I mean I've never heard of her so I'm not sure if that's true what I'm saying but I just find that that's quite a, a theme like um like a, a lot of writers spur to mind and um yeah just lots of different uh couples where like maybe the female's not as known so um I was really interested so I, I kept reading on and um you said that you were going to do that it would maybe turn into like a monthly kind of like series or something yeah. so can you talk a little bit more about like yeah, like doing that and um, like exploring like photographer's work and a little bit about like Rebecca. Yeah. And I, so oh, I was, I so wanted to do this series of mm. really maybe exploring more, bringing to light more sort of unknown photographers or people that are looked over. Um, yeah. And, and it's not that not, I'm, I don't want to say that Rebecca's looked over, um, but you do, and especially in street photography or documentary photography, you hear so much about Alex Webb and um, not to, and I have to be careful what I say here because <laughs> I have had a lot of um, sort of male, uh, not colleagues, but like fellow photographers sort of, I, I think sometimes they can take something the wrong way when you sort of start talking about um women and lack of representation and mm -hmm. being overlooked yep. um but <laughs> I know what you mean yeah um yeah I think recently I had someone make the comment to me that uh he felt like it was sort of like a a war on on men going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> after I had um sort of talked about this new uh women's street photographers book that was put out by um Golnara Salminova I'm totally saying her okay. name wrong but <laughs> okay I have no idea so uh, it sounds like you did a pretty good job to me <laughs> sounds like a hard one <laughs> so I think um yeah so I really wanted to look more into these um, photographers like uh Rebecca because I, I heard about Alex Webb in the sort of street photography like sphere you know because mm -hmm people love to write or say things about, you know, here are the top 25 street photographers to follow in 2022. Yeah. 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 <laughs> here are the masters of street photography yeah. and, uh -huh. and it's yeah. usually all male. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's really shit. Yeah. yeah. And it has actually started changing. Like um, there's a few examples and the first one that comes to mind is this site called street hunters which okay. is um, pretty popular in street photography, uh, like at least the sort of like my experience. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was sort of really popular with um, street photographers in like the US and UK because I think they were based out of Europe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or I, th I think the guy that started it was from, I think he was uh, in from Greece, but um, they would always do these posts and they would do like the same sort of posts I was saying, like top 25, you know, masters of street photography or whatever, or top 25 contemporary street photographers. And they would be all men. <laughs> but recently they've started um, 
adding more women and you know they used to be um all men that that ran the website and uh now there's i think there's one woman or a couple women on there <laughs> yeah yeah so it, yeah it is sort of changing and i think people are realizing that uh I, I think maybe women are speaking up more about how especially in street photography yeah yeah basically just like all yeah uh, it seems male pretty, celebrated <laughs> yeah I think that seems like the let's say the worst one but um like I'm not um I'm not like a street photographer in that city sense or what I think of when I think of street photography but I consume a lot of that stuff on YouTube because it's like interesting to watch and I just love anything to do with photography um, but it's not something it's not a space I'm in in that I don't know exactly what's going on in it. Do you know mm, what I mean? Because yeah. it's not my, yeah, my, my yeah. style. Um, yeah. But I do notice that it's all like mainly, do, oh, it's, it's, it's not mainly dudes because there's a lot of women doing it, but it's like always men that are in the focus in that uh, genre, like specifically. Um, yeah, yeah, street yeah, photography, yeah. There's a girl on YouTube. I can't, her name's Bethany. I can't remember her last name, but I'll link it in like the show notes so that people can like um, check her out. She's only got a couple of videos and she's, she's shooting some films, some digital. I think she's in Boston. Um, oh, cool. Oh yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure she is. So. Okay. You'll have to send me the, you'll have to send me a link. Cause I'm not sure if I, it sounds slightly familiar, but I'm not sure if I actually. Um, yeah. She came up like, one. yeah, she came up like I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, she came up on uh, like my, my feed and I was like, how have I never seen this before? Which I say every yeah. time someone, yeah. new, cause I'm like, I'm literally on here all the time, like just consuming yeah. photography. So how did I miss this, yeah. per- this great person? Okay. Um, and yeah, she's uh, yeah, mostly digital, but she had a couple of film ones and I, I found her on Instagram and I said, you know, I just found your channel and it's awesome. And I saw she'd posted on her stories, like her YouTube, like analytics. And um, I don't know if you ever look at those uh on youtube but it breaks down like the gender like the mm. age of the people that are watching yeah where they're watching from like and then their gender and it's something i looked at straight away and i look at like frequently and it's she she was hers was like zero zero percent like females and all oh all, my gosh yeah all men and i and mine's yeah. the same mine i think mine at one point mine was 11 percent female and it's dropped down to like eight percent female now and then the rest is is all is all men and I heard someone say on another channel like my partner was watching like a finance channel or something just really boring like that and um <laughs> like I wasn't paying attention and then he the guy said something about uh how that's uh pretty much across the board on YouTube that's the um the kind of stats for every channel like it's like not a lot of women are on YouTube but I was like I find that like I would like to know why why that is I'm not sure if like how accurate that data is um or if like women are kind of maybe out taking photos more and less kind of watching YouTube or I don't know it just yeah it really it's something I'd like to um explore more and maybe get more people's analytics if they were willing to share them and like do an episode on it and talk about it but um um I feel like I digressed again there sorry but um (laughs) it's okay well, actually, um, it's really interesting that you brought that up because I I don't look at the analytics too much, um, but I did just check them recently, and I know I've had a few female subscribers. Um, mm. But when I look at the analytics, it says a hundred percent male. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know if that's. I've definitely had more than like a few, so I don't I don't know yeah. if those analytics are 
are accurate or yeah yeah they're based on I don't know what they're based on but yeah it doesn't seem it doesn't seem really um, strange that it would uh, be like so uh you know like there'd be such a a gap between the two but yeah um I, I don't know how yeah like we said I don't know how accurate that is or how they like gather that information um yeah. you know and it's only accounting just for like men or women like you know I don't know but um but it's definitely something I want to look into uh more in like a, an episode and sort of talk about it and see what other people have to say and um but yeah but I think going back to what you were saying about like Rebecca oh yeah, being, yeah. <laughs> we've gone so far sorry. from Rebecca <laughs> sorry Rebecca we're just like I do know. I do want to bring it back to Rebecca because there is something I want to say, um, yeah, go for it. Sorry, but, but go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just going to say, going back to Rebecca, like, um, I was looking up a little bit, um, I didn't have time to read and I will link in, in the, like the show notes for your, your blog. Uh, and some of like the links that you gave were really interesting. I, I was looking at, um, the night calls series that she did, um, about her, father being like a call out like doctor and she would photograph like the times that he went out and it was like early morning or like late at night and and they were just really beautiful from what I saw and um I'm really excited to like learn more about her as a photographer and I love when like someone can like get you on to like someone that you didn't know it's just like the best feeling ever so yeah but um but yeah can you is there anything else that you wanted to like talk about with Rebecca or anything you found that like listeners might find like interesting yeah, so I wanted to say it's, um, I mean, Alex Webb is, is really quite talked about, but when you actually go to his website, it's split 50-50, like one side of the page is um, Alex's stuff, and then the other side of the page is Rebecca's stuff. So it's like 50-50 even. I think it's, it's really nice how they've done a mm. 50-50 split of the website because they actually do a lot of projects together. Mm, yeah, I did see that, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people tend to focus on Alex because um, he's in, I I don't know why, maybe it's because his photography seems to be more of that, like street people, like uh, have more people in it on the, on the street. Yeah. It's more that quintessential kind of street, street photography, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. More historical, not, not more historical. Cause like there's tons of, um, like Rebecca's photography, people have, um, that's also quite historical as well. But I think in the street photography sort of spheres, people tend to focus on like that sort of photography that Alex does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great photography. Um, but yeah, I was, I was like, how have I never heard of, um, Rebecca before? How, why aren't people talking about her? Yeah. She's such an amazing, um, photographer. Um, and I think, this is gonna. This is probably gonna be another like tangent. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's um, fine. But I, I think people tend maybe part of the reason why um, these photographers aren't getting talked about is a lot of the people that talk about things like um, blogs, magazines, um, YouTube channels, um, really like uh, I don't know photographers that just go out and like put themselves out there. I feel like. Um, the male photographers tend to do that a lot more yeah 100 uh, I agree like, with you yeah something interesting I was I was listening I found a YouTube clip about um, Rebecca being interviewed at uh, Paris photo I think and she was saying she's actually really quite shy and you know maybe that's why she doesn't sort of you know maybe Alex sort of puts himself out there a bit more but then also when you when you put yourself out there the people that are running these things are often 
um, male as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. And yeah, so I, I find that it's, it's sort of like a, I mean, this is like this topic we could talk about for like uh, hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll have like, you'll, you'll be on like the first three episodes. <laughs> just, part trying one, to, part two, part just trying to like get through this topic yeah it's okay just you, I want you to like uh you like use this opportunity to flesh out any thoughts you have on this because it's not something that can just be answered in like one you know a question that can't be answered just you know easily so yeah so keep keep going yeah and it's also hard to sort of really get the full like breadth of what you want to say and, and what you're thinking out to people in like a concise manner because if you start I feel like when you start talking about this topic um you could say a few things that people might take the wrong way definitely Uh, so it's it's sort of something that I think people talk about but then there's just like a few things that could be taken the wrong way um and then you don't ever like sort of continue that conversation (laughs) yeah a hundred percent yeah and you see a lot of um like the people that do like like are very like vociferous like in that area of like you know talking about female photographers not getting the traction that they deserve or like the exposure um they do tend to then be kind of like they're opening themselves up to like yeah I'm gonna say like probably nasty comments or like um you know like I've seen a lot of things on uh like uh, Danielle like Robleski like girl with too many cameras like yeah it kind of to me like it feels I think what she does is really great but it feels to me like she's always like in battle with someone not because she's it's like that guy said to you like oh it's like you're starting a war it's like no we're just like raising like an issue that exists um and like asking for it to get better but then it feels like yeah it feels like she's kind of always ending up in an argument with someone or like at odds with people, which would feel really sh- sort of shit for her. Cause she's like not doing anything wrong. Um, and that's sort of what a little bit same with Izzy far too. I've seen some really like, you know, I think, I think you commented, it was like one post a lot of people, a lot of yes. women commented on that to kind of be like, you know, like this is ridiculous. Um, but like a part of me, I think if I was like 21, I would be like, yeah, like bring it on. And like, so <laughs> like, you know, like I'm going to, spend all my time like you know just warrioring against this um which I still will do now but I just really don't feel like I have the like emotional capability to deal with all of that kind of like onslaught of kind of like abuse like almost mm-hmm. you know so I'm trying to tackle that in like a different angle um by like still talking about it um but yeah like like you say it's hard to it becomes hard to talk about then because like, yeah, you, in a way, like you want to protect like yourself too, because it's so easy for you to say something and then it get taken out of like context or for you then to like alienate a bunch of people, which like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I'm not saying men shouldn't be in the, like, I want men to be in the conversation. Like I find it interesting to hear what they have to say about it as well. If they're saying it in like a respectful way they're not like telling us that there's just not as many f- female film photographers or all the other like things that they say so yeah um yeah but, and yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, uh, it's and, a tricky and I one don't, yeah because I definitely when I was younger sort of the same as you like I was such a spitfire oh and yeah I would just um take the 
not that take the bait, but like, I would just jump into it. Mm. But I think I've, I've realized that, you know, there are some people that um, have like a certain point of view and it's like, no matter how much you argue and give your energy into that to try and you can't, sometimes you can't make people see your point of view. Like they just, they have, you know, a certain, a certain view and that, that won't change. Mm, so yeah, 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 it's almost like, it's almost not worth your energy to sort of um, try and have those people like hear what you're trying to yes. say. Yeah. I think that's really like really, really well put. That's super, super well put Molly. I think that's like, <laughs> <laughs> you've like said it all. Like there's no point at being at loggerheads with those sorts of people and you can't change like everybody's opinion. And that goes for ev- everything, not just like photo- photography or like gender in photography. That's everything. Um, and I think I personally, I want to put my like energy and time into just putting myself out there as much as I can, because like, I feel pretty com- mostly comfortable doing that um, to show that, you know, not to show that it can be, can be done, but like, you know, like, so that other people see it, like other, you know, men or women but like you know females like that was why I kind of started it so they're like oh that's really cool maybe like I can do it or um yeah like just inspire people generally but I really was trying to catch that like especially young females who like maybe um you know like they I don't know they're just like wow film camera like what's that that's really cool and they just want to like try it and have fun and then they like go into it and they're like, oh, it seems really technical and confusing or there's no, there's nobody that looks like me or there's nobody doing it yeah, in the way that it, I want to yeah, do exactly. it. Um, and they've got like, you know, some 45 year old guy on YouTube with a beard who's like really technical and isn't taking any photos or like Kendall Jenner. <laughs> like I kind of wanted to find like an in-between. <laughs> a like, middle ground. <laughs> like of like, hey, you can still like be, be creative and arty and like have fun and um, and, it, and it doesn't matter if you, you don't have to dedicate your life to this, you know, like people are so um, like with film photography, like, you know, I've been doing it for this long or, you know, yeah. like all that kind of gatekeeping stuff. Um, I really wanted to try and like break that down a little bit. Um, so that was, that's how I hope that I'm contributing to the conversation. Um, but I, yeah, I don't have any interest in getting into these like you know, like back and forth with people who, yeah, like you say, you just might not change their mind and it's like, you're not worth yeah. my time. So. Yeah. And I mean, every, and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And I think we all sort of have to, I mean, respect that at some level. I mean, I don't, I find it hard to respect someone. Well, no, hold on. I shouldn't say this. <laughs> I, I find it hard. I find it hard to handle someone's opinion that women shouldn't be able to do the things that men can do. Mm, yes Um, I I find it hard to understand but I mean you can try and understand that perspective yes um but yeah something like that I find hard and it's um not worth you know yeah some it's just not worth getting into and I would rather like you said and I think you're doing an amazing job of it Uh, thank you everyone should follow Lucy Lumen (laughs) Uh, thank you thank you Molly Um, everyone should follow you too like you I feel like you're doing the same thing you know well, yeah, it's like the, you made a really good point about sort of young, young girls or young women, you know, who do they have to look up to that is like them, mm. you know, that is doing this. And, you know, if, 
because I, and I think this also goes for like so many areas in life. Um, you know, when, when you're a young woman or young girl, um, I remember being a young girl and it was like, what do I have to look forward to in life? My role models were <laughs> at least the ones that, um, that I w had in my experience were my mom, um, mm -hmm. who was an amazing woman. Um, and she was, she was a stay at home mom and, um, she had five kids. <laughs> and that was, wow. oh, um, yeah, yeah. so that's like, that's like yep. five jobs. Oh my God. <laughs> so. Yeah. One, one is enough. Like five, yeah. Yeah, five is like, that's like five full-time jobs. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, she, she did so many things. So like, but, um, and, and that was amazing. Like her, uh, there's nothing, I think sometimes, oh gosh, this is going into like a whole other topic altogether, but like, that's, that's so fun. <laughs> I feel like some, sometimes in today's age, um, so many women want, um, you know, more equality in the workforce and in the labor market. And sometimes, uh, I feel like there's a negative attitude towards women that choose to stay home and be stay at home moms. And that yes. is, Yep. I, there's nothing, I, I actually really, um, like that's, a, that's amazing. Yeah. That's such an amazing choice. Yeah. That's, that's like getting into a whole other topic, but yeah, no, no, no. It's funny that you bring that up actually. And I'll, I'll say this and then we'll like, we'll move on. Not that I'm not, in, not that I'm not enjoying it, but, um, but yeah, like, but uh, we'll be here for hours, but we'll be here for so long, so long. Um, yeah. But at what you say with the, um, kind of there's like this negative connotation attached to like being a stay-at-home mom um or it's like oh that's all you want to do like yeah um, it's, it's like, like what do you mean <laughs> it's like are you like like yeah I I totally agree with you and I before I had my son a year ago like for quite a long time actually I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom like that was and I would say that to people and they would they would say that back to me and they would they would look at me like it was the most like you know, like non-feminist thing you could say, but I was like, well, no, like I literally all of my other, all the other things I say, you would be like championing that. So, you know, I just really, like, I just would, I really value if I could, if I had the privilege to, which I do now, um, to be able to stay at home. Like I've been at home for a year and like, I'm, I'm going to stay just being at home and probably until like Luca goes to school, which I'm extremely privileged to have you know, financially to be able to do that. Yeah. But yeah. like, that means a lot to me and, and I, I want to do that. And it's like way harder than any other job that I've done. So, um, there's a real, like, yeah, there should be more credit given to that or, um, and I think a lot yeah, of why I women like want to get the job is because you get, when you have a job, you get like, well, you get paid for one. And then you also get like validation in other areas, you know, like you work with a team of people and like, maybe you'll get promoted or maybe you'll get a pay rise or they say to you, um, you're doing a good job. And you know what I mean? Whereas when you're a stay at home mom, it's like you and a child or children and like, no one's, no one's really like giving you any like reinforcement or like, you know, or like, you know, you've been with us for this long, so you get this bonus or like, yeah, this, you yeah, know, it's just the same all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can't, you don't get a vacation. You don't get vacation days when you're a stay-at-home yeah, There's no like 10 sick days a year or anything like that. Yeah. So, so it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to take a sick day. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, pro I think, well, I mean, I don't know, but like now that I've been a mom, I feel like I can comment on it more. Um, Like it, I think that that's also why women want to go back go to work because they see how kind of um 
what's like the right word? Like not like unforgiving. That sounds bad, but just how relentless, like it is relentless, you know? So yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll pick this up another, <laughs> another time. Cause I feel like we have a lot to talk about, like in that sort of arena, which is awesome. Cause, <laughs> yeah. uh, you've just like said something that really like you know, uh, spoke to me. So that's awesome. Um, okay, cool. So we covered Rebecca. I was really interested in that. I can't wait to like, look, up, look her up more. It was like half an hour before we jumped on. I looked and I was like, Oh, I'm so glad that I looked before we hopped on. Um, yeah, I'm so- actually really glad you like picked up on that. Cause that sort of led to like, then the conversation of, you know, women and street photography and like- definitely and all that stuff so yeah which is really good and I really want I really want to talk about that and I thought that I could do it on the podcast because it's more you know like a conversational thing like this and a little more longer format thing is maybe better than YouTube but yeah um anyway so (laughs) (laughs) um all right Molly so I wanted to talk about your uh YouTube channel Eclecticrome which I'll obviously link below for people to check out um that's how I found you uh you did a really great video on like female um photography youtube channels which was really cool um and you featured like a lot of different uh channels that i i hadn't heard of before so i thought that was a really cool video um and yeah i just wanted to kind of talk more about your youtube channel like what spurred you on to kind of create that and um and then a little bit about like that video that you made as well yeah, so I made that video um, in response to uh, a video that I was watching by Matt Day, where I think it was a Q&A video, and someone had asked him, uh, you know, what are some YouTube channels that you know of that are run by women? And his answer was, well, I really don't know that many, but, you know, here's like one or two um, uh, maybe three <laughs> this is a while ago since now I watched mm. it uh, and then you know he said and and I like Matt I like Matt's channel um yeah yeah I said, like Matt's channel yeah 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 and you know he was like well I don't really know that many so like if you know of some just put them in the comments below for people to go and explore so I I got this idea of I wanted to make this video to sort of in response to that so if anyone ever asked me you know, what are some YouTube channels that are run by women in analog photography or sorry, film photography, uh, I could point them to this video or, and I also made uh, a blog post about it and I'm keeping like a, a running list of all the ones that I find even after the video. Um, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, so if anyone wants, if anyone is ever curious about wanting to get to know more uh, women on YouTube that are talking about film photography, uh, they can either go there or there's a blog post about it on, on my blog. And, and there's, there's other people that do um, similar sort of like uh, things like trying to share more uh, women on YouTube. Uh, like Jamie Maldonado does, he was doing a series like women with film, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. That's how I found uh, Jamie. I found him through that. Oh, okay. like, I just started my channel and then I found his, yeah, his interview with Danielle. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I, that's how I found out about women with film Wednesday, like the yeah. hashtag yeah. Um, and obviously and her and, and just that whole thing. Uh, and then I found other channels through uh yeah through that hashtag and then I found like the film sorority and a bunch of other stuff it was like a little 
like uh like map towards all this like great stuff um and then like same with you like that video just popped up of, of with the uh like the um female channels and I watched that and it was awesome and I was in there so I was like oh my god so cool yeah. Cause like because I was like oh like you know six months ago I was like looking for you know more female channels because it was literally just all like like there were like they were there but it was like so difficult to find like it would just yeah, always just be is, like yeah. guys like channels popping up so it was really cool to see it like come full circle and see like me in the video because I was like oh that's really cool like that was my <laughs> aim and and yeah that was awesome so and then now you're on you the were, podcast yeah. and it's like oh it's just like life sometimes life <laughs> is just so good you know <laughs> yeah it actually I I was um and do you know what I have I've watch YouTube for a while and I've watched a lot of channels and I try and comment on them and like, you know, support the video yep. that way if I like it. Because mm-hmm. I know that helps the it does algorithm. help. Yeah, yeah. And you were one of the only ones that has ever replied to me. <laughs> like, wait, hold on, let me step back. So a lot of actually a lot of the um channels run by women, they reply to my comments. And I just found that so uh nice because I'm used to commenting on like bigger channels mm-hmm. and they've just got so many I don't they've got so many comments they can't yeah. really reply keep up yeah reply. and I mean I know you've got a lot but you still sort of replied to me as well and yeah and even um, yeah. and that was so like and I just felt like there was just something really nice about you know you're not just um like we actually connected and it's yes. not just like I'm watching like tons of videos by this person that I don't actually mm. like yeah, know you or do, talk to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you do kind of like build, thank you. That's really nice of you to say. Um, but you do kind of like build, build up a relationship and a rapport with people like on podcasts and then more so on YouTube because you can hear them, yeah. you can see them, you see their home, like, you know, like someone like Matt Day, like you see so much of his life. Like, yeah. you know, like I know like the names of like his children and that like one of them has autism yeah. and do you know what I mean? Like it's not, so it's like, it goes beyond just like the photography thing. And um, so, and like, also it's the same, same goes for the person that's on the other end. Like they're like a person and like a, they're not a viewer. Like, so yeah. I was really excited to like hear from people and like, you know, and connect with them. And like, that was like another kind of, that was probably the second reason why I started the channel was because like, I thought it could build like a bit of a community because I didn't, wasn't really finding one anywhere else. And since I've started it, it's like, honestly, I feel like I have like so many friends and I'm not a big like yeah. friend, friend person really. Like I'm more kind of like my partner and my yeah. family and stuff. So yeah, same. yeah, it's really like cool to have. And like, they're all like over the world and yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool. And yeah, I like always try and get back to everybody um, like in the comments. It's really, it's really important to me. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and, and yeah, uh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you do you do like a really good job of it. And I actually really enjoyed um, your video where you uh, started having people like participate more and like, like, send yeah, you, mm-hmm. like, I think it was their it was the film, film, camera. Uh, film camera one. Yeah, 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 that, that did like really well. Yeah, yeah, people people loved it. Like I was like, oh, that's cool. Cause like we were just like my partner and I were just like, I feel like you're interviewing me now. Cause like we're talking, <laughs> we're talking, you're talking about me. No, that's okay. I just I don't want to be like, you know, some some narcissist like talking about themselves on their own podcast. But um, yeah, like people liked that video and I was like, 
really excited and I want to do more of that where it's, you know, you get involved and, um, you know, I can show your photos or you can have like your opinion because not everybody wants to start a YouTube channel just to like, you know, show people their work or give their opinion, you know? Yeah. And I hear from a lot of people that they're really like disheartened by Instagram, yeah. you know, like in terms of like getting like seen or noticed or whatever. Um, and so, so yeah, it was cool to have like kind of the community engagement, um, from that, but yeah, but, um, let's talk more about your channel. So did you, <laughs> did you, you're too nice, Molly. Um, sorry. No, 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 no. It's I okay. hate talking. I actually yeah, like, you're, I, you're trying to deflect. You're like, oh, let's I know. Talk about I really you. don't like talking about myself. <laughs> oh, well, this, this could be a dangerous like duo. Cause I, I think I do like to talk about myself. So <laughs> Um, <laughs> admittedly, but I should have like a Molly takes over Lucy's podcast yes. episode. <laughs> yeah, we can like flip, and you can interview me like uh, when I've done like my hundredth episode or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with your YouTube channel, um, so you made that like female film, uh, like photography channels video, and then you've just been making videos ever since, like once a week, which I think is a really huge accomplishment, especially for someone who works like full-time like crazy hours like making youtube videos is really hard it's a lot and, of work. Like, time consuming and <laughs> i think a lot of people don't really realize that um so yeah are you just kind of like doing that like for for fun like are you like what are you getting out of it like what do you like about it like what do you hate about it just go for it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i so i started um i started the channel uh last fall because I actually got really burnt out of Instagram and I was doing, I was doing the portraits and the fashion up until then where I, I sort of got really like, you know, I was, I was putting way too much energy into uh, the portraits and the portfolio and spending too much time on Instagram. And I wasn't actually like taking care of sort of like myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you're, you're sort of get off the screen and, and, you know, get outside. So I took a break um, from Instagram and I actually, I, I left it for like a few weeks. I didn't go on it. Um, just had, just had a break. I still shot. Cause I, I mean, I love photography. So I, I don't think I've, I've never really stopped or taken a break from that. Um, but yeah, so I took a break from Instagram and then I wanted to find something where I could actually engage with people more than on Instagram. Because I mean, when you scroll, you can leave a comment, but I feel like Instagram is just like a constant uh, yeah. feel, <laughs> like, yeah. like a hamster wheel. Yep. And you don't really sit with someone or their work for that long. And that's why I really love, I love watching YouTube videos because you can actually really get to know someone like, and their work and what they do and, you know, how they, how they sound, what their personality is. And it's, I, I really like that. And then you, I mean, if you comment and they sort of respond, you can start um, connecting with them. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I feel like YouTube is there's more engagement than Instagram. Um, so yeah, I was looking for another sort of social platform to connect with people, but that wasn't Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I had been wanting to do videos for ages, but I was always too like scared or. I always thought that there, you need like a lot of tech or gear, which yeah. is another topic. 
<laughs> that's actually like it's it's perfect because that's my next question is like oh so, great so to just yeah it's like the entry level to 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 youtube i think is seen as like too high um and it's something that we talked about uh, like a week ago or so about like yeah like the expectation of like audio and visuals and you know like this whole skill set that would normally take a team of people like one person is expected to have and I think that that can put like a lot of people off um and I think I don't know what you think but I think it should be more about what what you have to say unless you're like a channel that's like about that stuff you know what I mean like there's channels (laughs) that obviously you're going to put a lot of effort in because you're like talking about the latest microphone or like you know so yeah but like if you're just wanting to um that's why it was really nice it was really refreshing to see your channel because you're really you're really enthusiastic and like positive and like fun like the way that you come across and oh thanks um, (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) it's good because yeah that's what I hope (laughs) yeah like you're really you're really positive and I think we need a little bit more of that in photography because like especially film photography can be very complainy and like kind of negative and there's a lot of like kind of not like older people it's not just them but like yeah maybe people who are a little bit jaded and um yeah like I just I would hate to think that someone would be put off by the fact that they don't have like this microphone or they need this lighting setup and they spend all this they think oh I, I have to spend all this money to like have a YouTube channel to share my photos that I've taken on film or, or digital like whichever but you know you can share you can still share them in a video and it's it shouldn't be judged on your video quality or it shouldn't be judged at all but like you know that shouldn't get in the way of you like sharing your work so when I saw your channel um I was yeah it was it was very refreshing because I was like you're just like I'm gonna do this and like these are my photos and like this is me and yeah and like you just didn't seem wor- <laughs> too worried about all that stuff which is really um yeah really nice you know, like, and, and it's really easy to like, look for an excuse to not do something, especially when it's you putting yourself out there. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely want to, at least my sort of 2022 goal was to do one video a week. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah. And <laughs> I have, I have a lot of ideas of stuff I want to do and it's mostly just trying different film stocks and trying new things because that's that's what I really love and I'm really good at like starting things and not so good at finishing them (laughs) (laughs) so I yeah I love just like trying new things um which can actually be quite dangerous with eBay and I've actually made a new 2022 resolution not to buy another camera (laughs) yeah I think that's a good Uh, a good one I think a few people probably did that uh (laughs) that that resolution as well yeah yeah because you can get sort of caught up in um and I actually wrote a blog post about it and I didn't publish this but I feel like and this is a whole other topic as well but you we can get so caught up in this cycle of just like buying things because at least in the UK the US like where I've my experiences it's such a sort of consumeristic um society and there's so many companies that are constantly marketing to you yeah I mean even when we watch YouTube there's so many people that do like camera reviews which I I I love I mean no hold on let me take a step back (laughs) I I love camera reviews where people 
actually go out Mm. and take photos with the camera and like 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 okay I love your videos where like you'll take you'll talk about a camera but then you actually like go out and use it and take photos and then you show the photos and I love seeing um I love seeing videos where uh people do that like when it's someone's reviewing the camera but they're actually out like using it and then like showing you the photos yeah yeah I prefer that too like yeah yeah so I want to do a lot I want to do more of those videos where I'm like you know I go out and I I use this camera and talk a little bit about the camera but not too much yep Mm -hmm. um because I'm not I'm not that I'm a little technical but I'm not that technical yeah yeah and I don't I find it sort of like is a it's a bit heavy Mm. um it's a bit dry sometimes yeah I find it's almost like for me it's it's like the last thing I'm thinking about like when I think about photography and it's not it's not a priority and it's almost like a separate interest like to be really into that um it's something that Matt like Matt Murray from Matt Loves Cameras I feel like I'm literally always talking about Matt Murray from Matt Loves Cameras I'm always saying that um but he he said to me once that like film photography is broken up into like different sections or like subcultures of like subgenres of interests so you've got like people who just like really like shooting maybe like me and then you've got like the camera collector people who maybe aren't shooting and they just love like the the mechanics and the like machinery and then you've got like people who love like developing you know and they're like kind of all about that and they nerd out on like the chemicals or the ways that you do it (laughs) you can tell that I don't develop um and you know people who like you know do darkroom printing or you know like there's just so many different like kind of facets of it which is what makes it really interesting Um, but like, I kind of break it down even more into like people who are like more interested in like my partner's kind of like that. Like he's way more interested in like the specs of the lens, you know, and like how good it is. And he's just like, so in love with how good the lens is, but I'm like, yeah, but what are you like taking a photo of? Like, to me, that's (laughs) like, you know, it's, it's weird to me and that's fine. Like, I don't think we should be telling other people what they should be doing or feeling or how they should be consuming yeah, like yeah. Their, their hobby yeah, yeah exactly but I just yeah. I, I felt that there was probably due to the fact that it was quite a lot of men there was just so much of that in everything like every time you read a review of a camera or like a thing online or you see a, a YouTube video or I don't know people I'd talk to I, I was always kind of like we have the same interest but I feel kind of really far away from you right now because you're like talking about how this this fastest lens on you know on whatever and, and I'm just kind of like oh like I just want to take photos you know yeah, like, like, I, like I literally between, yeah. take photos and then I want to see them and yeah. like look at them and then be like you know like I love composition and color or like the film stock like the film stock's really um interesting to me like more so so yeah yeah and I I definitely I love that like it's um I all I want to know is that like I want to see like how the camera looks, how it feels mm, in yep. your hand. Cause that's really important. I think like, that's important. Yeah. 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 Like, and then, mm. yeah. And, and the shutter sound, that's very important. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice, like, that's a nice thing like to, yeah. And like each one has their own little, like, like character trait in their like own, like shutter sound. Yeah. 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 It's amazing how you can have the same mechanics, the same like general mechanics and then everything just, can be so different from that like a shutter is the same sort of mechanism but like yeah yeah it can sound so different across so many different cameras um, yeah but yeah anyways and, uh, <laughs> yeah I just I want to know that it works and then go out and take pictures and see those and 
I'm not, um, I think especially coming when I was uh, shooting a lot of digital, uh, you are surrounded by a lot of um, language or uh, sort of people talking about like sharpness and resolution. And it's a bit exhausting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's, it's like, okay, but what about the actual like art? And yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to know, like how and actually, I think, um, Jamie, <laughs> oh, we're just Jamie, like, we're gonna talk about Jamie. Plugging the Jamie, podcast with you, Jamie. <laughs> I have asked him um, to come on the podcast. So <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he made a really good point about like, you know, he likes to know how he likes to know, like uh, the technical aspects of the camera um, in order to be able to like use it best as a tool. And, and that's, I think what you were saying about sort of the, the different like subsets of like uh, philosophies or, or interests about photography. It's like some people, um really focus on on the camera and and that's what they love and they love that uh sort of you know all the specs and the mechanisms and all that stuff yeah um, yeah, yeah. You know, different people that you just you want to know how it works to to make it work to make the work that you want to, to make good images or or like um it's not there's nothing like there's no fungus or like that's what's important to me <laughs> yeah definitely yeah yeah I think um also we were like sending uh, like voice notes back and forth the other day about uh, like a video that we both watched and then we started talking about other things and um, obviously it's easy to do. And then um, we were, I think, I can't remember who brought it up, but we were saying about um, like film cameras, like being overpriced in that, mm, you know, there's like yeah. certain websites, like um, I don't know what it's like for you where you are but in Australia there's a couple and like it's obviously someone is buying you know film cameras and they're either fixing them or I don't know what they're doing and then they're selling them and they're selling them for probably like a bit of an inflated like price maybe like yeah like if you like with someone like maybe me or you or I don't know Jamie Maldonado or Matt Murray or I can't think of anyone <laughs> else to you know use as an example at the moment so we'll just use them um you would probably look on like Facebook marketplace and be able to find something you know or like ebay where maybe it says yeah. that it's got this scratch or this imperfection but you know that that's not going to like hinder like you using mm -hmm. it which is a skill set in its own because you you know you've, you've got to have that knowledge behind yeah. you um and that confidence to like buy that and then know that you can you know um but i think there's a lot of people who coming back to like the you know, young, younger people, not just females who want to buy a film camera and know that it works. And you said something like that extra price, like extra money can be really, um, like comforting sort of to, to someone who is new because then they know that it's going to work and maybe they have a, a point that they can like send it back to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. And you said that and it really, uh, it really stuck out. Um, it really stuck out to me because I think that's, that's really true and a lot of people are like oh you're stupid to pay this much for a <laughs> canon a1 or you know and it's like well maybe that like that extra 50 dollars to that person means that they'll actually like film photography because maybe they'll buy like four cameras that all cost like 20 bucks but then none of them work or like mm. you say like there's fungus or like I had heaps of issues when I first started and I had no one to really like 
talk to you about it. And I just got so annoyed because it was just a waste of like developing or film stocks. And I'd open the back and then it would be like, you know, like not actually like wound on or like all these sorts of things and cameras would break and I wouldn't understand them. So I probably would have been better off just like buying one, you know, for the inflated price. So yeah. Um, what, like, what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. So I know there's a lot of people that are sort of making statements that like, oh, cameras are getting so expensive. Like, you know, Kendall Jenner basically ruined our, <laughs> the contacts T, what was it? The contacts T2. Contacts T2, yeah. Poor Kendall. She's just copying it all the time. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I mean, she's in the position where she can. Yeah, of course she's going to buy a contact too. Like, yeah, yeah, and and that's how that's how our our system works because we at least US UK. Uh, I think I'm I'm a little bit less familiar with like Europe, but like we live in a a capitalistic society, mm. so yeah, yeah, that's yep. how the the market works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you have to change capitalism to change that thing about cameras and inflation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, paying for that service of knowing that it works. Um, so, in the UK, we have a few different really good uh, places that sort of sell those cameras, where it, it's usually like one or two people or a few people that um, I think they buy cameras, they fix them, um, or they. Uh, buy cameras they test them with film just to make sure that they work and then they go on to sell them but they they sell them at a premium and it's going to be way more that you're ever going to pay on uh, ebay or um, facebook marketplace it's sort of like the same or like we have gumtree in the uk Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, we have gumtree here yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. or or even um like charity shops or thrift yep. stores. Yeah, we call them op, uh, we call them op shops here. Op shops. Yeah, so I think it's like heard an that, yeah. opportunity. Yeah, opportunity shop. Like that's what they're called. Okay. So we call them op shops. So op I always shop. go to say that in videos, uh, but I just say thrift store because I feel like that's yeah. like a universal term. But then I always feel like an idiot because like no one would say that here. Everyone's like op shop, like <laughs> you know. And and my my family's British, so they say charity charity shop, shop. Yeah. but people don't know what that is here so I have these like three terms that I'm like circulating <laughs> through like all the time so yeah some people like I want like a comfortable feel more comfortable paying like a little bit more for a camera because like you say it's been film tested and that's quite valuable because like you know it's going to work and you can just get started you know and if that's what people want then you know I think like obviously I don't want people to be ripped off um Yep. And I, I do yep. see some there's a fine line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's, there are some companies I see like buying those. Uh, there's one um, called like 35 millimeter co. I don't know if it's, if it's, I think it might be Australian, but they're buying those okay, like plastic yeah. kind of reusable cameras that are, like Kodak have and like Agfa have. Um, and then they're just, I'm pretty sure they're all from the same place and then they're just sticking a brand on it. Um, but like they're charging like, way 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 too much like for that you know so so there's like you say there's like a fine line but um but yeah I just think it's another thing that like could it in a way like there's a positive to it and it could help people get um like into film photography if they have a good experience going in just paying a little bit more for um you know a camera because it can be really hard and then like if you want to buy a point and shoot it's like well 
they're all really expensive now. Um, like that's something I really enjoy using and I get a, quite a few people message me on Instagram. Like I want to buy one, like which one should I buy? Um, and yeah, it's so, I'm like, oh, that's such a hard question to answer. Like, well, you know. yeah, yeah. And you, you do have, I mean, yeah, you're so right about there are places that will rip you off and it, it's like, if you're just getting into film photography, it's really hard to know which places aren't ripping you off and which places mm. are. Mm -hmm. So for example, when I, I first bought a, um, the Yashica 124G, like that TLR, I wasn't sure if they would work or if they were any good. Um, so I actually just um, ran like, well, spontaneously. <laughs> uh, I'm a very like impulse buyer, <laughs> which is not good, <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> uh, but I went into the camera shop, the local camera shop, um, which I know is automatically going to be a premium anyways, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. because they've got overheads and yeah. staff and yep. yeah. And that, that's just, that's just why there's a premium mm -hmm. on stuff you buy in the store. Definitely. Uh, but I went in and I saw this, uh, the Yushika Matt 124G and no clue. I, I probably should have done more research. Um, but I realized, so I, I bought it after I had the guy at the store, like show me how it works. And he actually showed me how to load it, mm. which was really, which was really great. Like I needed yeah, that yeah. because I yep. had no idea. Yeah. And that's something um, you wouldn't have got if you bought it on like eBay. On you know? eBay. Yeah. Like it would have been this yeah. faceless, faceless transaction. Yeah. 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 And so for me, it was worth it. And if it didn't work, I knew I could take it back there and be like, here, fix this. Yep. <laughs> um, totally. Or like. Yeah, but I think after the fact, I did more research and I realized that the price that I bought it for was way over um, what yeah, yeah. a working one on eBay would have cost. Um, and I, I felt a little bit like, oh, that was like, that was actually a bit of a ripoff. Yeah, um, yeah. But I can still, there is some value in that because I can take it back to them if I have any issues yeah um, and I actually I took it back to them so he helped me load it and then I shot the roll and then I took it back to him and I was like okay how do I take it out now <laughs> you were like straight straight back in there yeah I've done that like, I was like I'm gonna yeah. take advantage of this <laughs> oh yes yeah and you should too like if you I think things like it's kind of gone now because everything's online but like shops in that way are really good because you know back in the day like you would build a relationship with like yeah like you know like the a camera store or like the a record store and then they'd like you know by going in and buying records in there like they would tell you like what other cool records were coming out or like they'd recommend yeah. stuff or you could like listen to it in the shop or I mean you can still do that in record stores now but um you know back in the day that would have been like more normal um same with music stores like you know, like they're probably going to be more, well, they're obviously more expensive than buying something on marketplace, but you get the experience of the, the music store, you know, or like, yeah. skate, like skateboarding shops too. Like it's somewhere to yeah. hang out and like, yeah. you know, they're going to like fit it all and do it all for you. And yeah. So there's kind of like a, I mean, it sounds romantic and like whatever, but yeah, like, I think there's still a place for, for that, you know, and like, there's a, pl there's yeah. a place for that. And then there's a place for like scouring Facebook marketplace, hoping like some old lady finds like an Olympus <laughs> Mew and puts it on 
like Facebook marketplace for $10 and you see it in the first 30 seconds and message her and like go and buy it. And then you're like, yes, like, you know, both, <laughs> both can be good. <laughs> but it's such a good feeling though, isn't it? Oh, when you it's find the best the feeling on, like it's, eBay or Facebook marketplace. Yeah. It's such a, like yeah. the um, Zeiss icon netter that I did a few videos mm-hmm. with, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Oh my, uh, yeah, I found it on eBay. Someone, it was like a, someone's, um, they weren't a photographer. So it was like less than 40 pounds for a medium format camera. Wow. And I was like, okay, if it was untested. So I was like, all right, this might not work. So it might be a waste of, you know, I think it was like 35 maybe, but um, it's amazing and it works and it's perfect. And it's such a good feeling because- oh, So good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you feel so like you've really won at life. Like yeah, you can really ride that high for a few days. Like for sure. I'm still right. Yeah, I'm st- every time I use that camera, I'm riding that high. Yeah, you're like, yeah, like I'm so smart. I always like feel like it's something to do with me, even though it's not. It's just you just like kind of you know happen to to find it and yeah, yeah. like the stars aligned yeah. kind of um yeah for sure. Yeah, I think uh yeah, there's a place for both. Yeah, so where can um people find you, Molly, if they wanted to? find something that you do look at your work and if they wanted to like connect with you where's the best place to do that I will probably say uh YouTube um at the eclecticrome channel and um also I I do also I do also use Instagram um but I'm trying to sort of do it less okay um, yep yep but yeah if anyone if anyone wants to say hi, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just uh, yeah, message me on. Well, I get you can't really do a direct message on YouTube, can you? No, um, there's no way of um, yeah, yeah, doing that. It's more like, and then sometimes I'll want to speak to someone who I know in the comment section, and maybe he's like a movie fan, and I've just seen a movie, and I want to be like, oh, and like maybe they don't have Instagram, or I don't know if 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 I have them on there, and then it's kind of awkward because I'm like, should I go back to an old video and like comment? on one of your comments about something yeah. that's not about you know what I mean it feels a bit weird so yeah hey, not, DM me. <laughs> yeah 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 it, I feel like YouTube or email do, me. yeah YouTube could do with a uh like some kind of like direct message feature like that um, yeah, yeah but I I do give people my email address if they say they don't have Instagram there's one guy uh his name's Christian uh if you're listening Christian uh, I can't remember where you're from now I think he's from Sweden and he's been emailing me like his photos because he's just like started shooting film with his partner and he doesn't oh, have cool. in- he doesn't have Instagram so I was like oh email me your photos I'd love to see them so it's really fun it's like real pen pal style oh, I love he, like, that. you know yeah. like he emails me and I'm like oh this is like fun and like kind of cute so um but yeah um but people can like yeah connect with you on Instagram and you can go to your YouTube channel and then your blog is really uh oh, really cool yes. too yeah actually that's probably the best place uh to find the links to everything so mm. yeah yeah <laughs> so awesome. you go, yeah so if you go to the blog link um you can sort of find stuff there and I've actually got another um sort of like portfolio site yes I did click which, on that yep yeah so that link is on the blog as well um but now that you mention it <laughs> If people do want to send me an email, my email's on the site, I think, somewhere, but it's molly at eclectpro.com. And I have no problem with people emailing me. So Yeah, awesome. I think email is like a yeah. good like kind of way for everyone because like, you know, people yeah, like yeah. hate some kind of like, you know, social media platforms and stuff. So yeah, emailing, we could bring email back 
you know like yeah just... <laughs> well I you know what I want to bring um like letter writing back yes like actual <laughs> pen pal yeah yeah <laughs> I I used to do that actually there's um there's a website called post crossing okay uh, and you can sign up to send postcards to people across the world and oh wow okay that's really even cool like yeah there's even like a forum where you can um ask people if they want to be pen pals so I've actually started writing, I've written letters to people now. That's really cool. Okay. Oh, you'll have to, you'll have, um, I'll, I'll have to link it in the, in the show notes. So if anybody's like interested in that, um, that'd be fun. Postcards are like, postcards are cool. I used to get postcards from my nan, um, like before she emigrated to Australia, like from like the UK, oh, cool. like she would send me postcards like all the time and I have them all yeah. in like a shoe box now. Yeah. And then it'd always be different kind of, yeah, things on the, the front and it would just be so cool to like as a kid you know like you hold something and it's come from so far away or, or she'd send like an airmail letter where it was like blue and then like all the red red and blue oh my gosh yeah like do you know what I mean oh and I'd have yeah, the airmail yeah. sticker on it and um yeah and I'd, and I'd be like oh and I'd know it was from her because it was like obviously from the UK and you felt I felt so like fancy and you know it was like oh yeah like look at me I've, I've got connections like I've everywhere got royal like... mail yeah <laughs> oh that was such a yeah I didn't realize how like I mean it sounds obvious but I didn't realize how pervasive the whole royal thing is here in the UK <laughs> yeah yeah royal mail yeah 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 oh they're they're like they're they're the worst like uh, I I recently saw Spencer, the movie Spencer. Um, yeah, 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 about Diana, which was like amazing. Like highly. Exactly. Recommend. Okay, I I saw that and I was like, this looks this looks good. I'll put it on the list. But definitely, um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's all shot on film too. Um, like shot on thirty five millimeter, and then some of it's shot on like sixteen millimeter. But you couldn't really tell. It just looked like thirty five to me. Like normally sixteen millimeter that I've seen is more like kind of gritty looking. Yeah. But um yeah. it yeah, it's it's amazing. Like I literally I'm still thinking about it and it looks really good and the story is really good and it really like shows you it's not like all factual. Like it's kind of a it's called like a fable. So obviously some of it's embellished and stuff, but um yeah it just shows you like how much she didn't fit in like with all of them and um just I don't know how stale and like just boring they all were and oh I just wanted to scream like I wanted to just like yeah. you know like get out like just such an isolated feeling with her like you know staying with them and she's so different to them and yeah just it just made me like hate the royal family like even more pretty much so yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. say that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay I mean I coming from a place where I mean in the states you don't have any I mean we sort of like people is, came away from that Mm, yeah 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 absolutely no the only royalty in the country is like celebrities maybe yeah and like sports players that's sort of like the the height of it yeah yeah but coming here where you have still this like ancient idea of it's like a what's it called like a figurehead uh that is still very quite pervasive and and yeah yeah it's very um obsessed over in sort of the media like what the royals are up to, up to like the royal I know wedding. what they're wearing and yeah it's so yeah. weird like they're just people and they're not even doing anything like the celebrity thing I kind of get because it's like maybe they've done something like they're, they're an actor work, yeah. they're doing stuff you know um and but the, I'm like you're not doing anything like you're just a family <laughs> the same way like I'm a fan you know like it's just so yeah. to me it's like uh yeah really like archaic and just yeah weird but I don't know um 
and we're getting okay, off topic okay, guys. Oh, way 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 off topic <laughs> yeah okay um cool all right well um that's it for today molly thank you so much for coming on i had so much fun chatting with you i will definitely be getting you back on and we can have like another chat about other things that we didn't get around to this time oh my gosh yes and thanks so much for having me i mean i feel like this is just the beginning and i feel like we could talk about things for hours and hours so yeah definitely um and i'm really excited about the future of the lucy lumen podcast because i think it'll be so nice and so refreshing and um, yeah. yeah oh thank you I hope so yeah I hope that like this episode goes well and um yeah listeners please give feedback and uh let me know like yeah what you thought and if you have any suggestions for guests like um send them my way I've got a few lined up um including yeah Jamie Maldonado so uh that will be fun um all right thank you so much Molly I'll speak to you soon all right bye bye Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, you feel so dumb, right? Because then you're like, oh, we're not actually saying goodbye. <laughs>